Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening around the world. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Alexander, and you're listening to Ivy Exec Insights, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by Ivy Exec, an elite network of global thought leaders. You can visit us at ivyexec.com and join a growing executive network. The topic of today's episode is imposter syndrome, feeling like you don't deserve that position with our special guest, Alisa Neep, executive presentation coach. Uh, Alessa Nick is an executive presentation coach, as we mentioned, who empowers her uh, high performers to excel at presentation, com- communication, and public speaking. Alessa knows how to talk the talk, but unlike other coaches, she has personally walked the walk. She spent the first 15 years of her professional career on Broadway, including starring in the title role in Cinderella. Contrary to the stereotype that all actors are extroverts, Alessa is not. She is an introvert who had to discover unique tools to overcome her anxiety, self-doubt, and the immense pressure of performing in front of thousands night after night. Alessa has worked with hundreds of clients from C-suites to entrepreneurs, from startups to Fortune 500 companies. Whether acing high stakes presentations, strengthening relationships, or building new connections, Alessa empowers her clients to unlock their true potential to thrive both personally and professionally. Welcome to the podcast, Alessa. Great to have you. Thank you, Alex. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, uh, this is this is a great bio, I must say. Uh, from you know uh, that walk the walk. Uh, piece uh, uh, it's uh, it's really great and the main title role in Cinderella wow so can you tell us a little bit about yourself besides what we have just heard how did you start your professional journey and what made you decide to become an executive presentation coach Absolutely. Um, I've had a very unique uh, career pathway and trajectory. Um, My professional journey began when I got the incredible opportunity to star in a stage play opposite Tom Wopat from the Dukes of Hazzards when I was 19. I made my Broadway debut right after my college graduation from the University of Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. And over the next 15 years, I worked consistently in New York and Los Angeles, on stage, film, and television. Um, Some of my career highlights include being directed by the incredible Julie Andrews, working on a brand new musical written by Steve Martin, and of course, starring as Cinderella in Cinderella on Broadway. Um, However, Alex, as you mentioned earlier, I am a classic introvert, and I struggled over those years with anxiety and fear of being in the spotlight. Because of this, I had to develop a method early on to reprogram my mindset so that I could consistently and confidently communicate, whether it be in front of thousands on stage or a one-on-one interview. Now, the valuable tools I developed to overcome my own fear-based mindset changed my life completely, and I felt my calling shift to teach these techniques to others because I knew that I had an entirely unique perspective based on my background when it came to communication and public speaking. 
So I pivoted my career and served as the executive mindset and presentation coach at an executive career coaching firm for over five years before starting my own company focused on presentation and communication coaching. Uh, whether it be a high stakes presentation, the desire to deepen existing relationships or foster new connections, my clients are given the tools necessary to succeed at unlocking their own authenticity and thus gaining the confidence necessary to thrive personally and professionally. Wow. So that, that that's just a great professional journey you have taken on. <laughs> great path. Uh, I really admire your experience. So let's dive in. The topic of today's conversa conversation is actually imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So we heard a lot about it over the years, but what does it exactly mean in your own words, in your opinion? What are the typical roots, uh, root causes or triggers that lead executives to experience imposter syndrome in their own careers? Sure. So imposter syndrome um, is a psychological pattern where individuals doubt their skills, accomplishments, and or even their talents, and they have a persistent nagging fear of being exposed as a fraud. Um, in my opinion, the number one root cause that leads executives to experience imposter syndrome in their careers is feeling like their voice isn't heard or even holds real value. So it is directly correlated to communication specifically. It's really interesting. Um, Roy F. Baumeister, um, the renowned psychologist wrote that self-presentation is an essential and decisive part of becoming who you want to be. In important ways, the self exists as communicated to others. So I'll say that again, the self exists as communicated to others. So it's no wonder an executive would experience imposter syndrome if they felt that their ability to speak their truth and voice their ideas was being ignored. You know, power really comes with influence and impact, and that's where the confidence, you know, comes to play. And even among the world's top leaders today, communication is no longer really considered a soft skill because ideas are the foundation of success in every field. And if you can't communicate those ideas to your audience, you'll never really reach the top or make that impact you're looking to, to make on the world, you know? Right, right. I totally agree. So um, what are some of the signs uh, or behaviors that executives and other leaders should look for in their own, uh, in their, for example, teams or colleagues to identify imposter syndrome. And the follow-up would be how can they support them and in overcoming it? Absolutely. You know, even when someone possesses evidence of their own competence, those experiencing imposter syndrome dismiss their achievements as luck or timing or having tricked others into thinking they're more capable than they actually are. This can lead to feelings of self-doubt, anxiety, a constant fear of being exposed as an inadequate leader despite evidence of real success. Um, I actually recently coached a client to get past his own imposter syndrome. Um, Nick was preparing a keynote speech as a global product lead for an auditorium of hundreds of high-level peers and executives here in San Diego. And he was so concerned that he'd be seen as a hack with little knowledge, even though he had so many powerful ideas to convey. So the most important problem we identified was his singular focus on himself. And this is so important. The secret to powerful communication and lasting influence is that it's never about you. It's about your audience. And this is so hard for folks to wrap their minds around because in the moment, 
you know, you're feeling nerves, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling put on the spot. And all you think about is yourself, your own psychology. If you get out of your way and focus on the other person, it only deepens rapport and connection and really conveys that authenticity. So as I say, you know, a great idea will only ever be a great idea. A powerful speech will just stay as one unless your connection with your audience is so strong that it leads to action. Um, so you have to realize, you know, what happens between words, that energy between two commuting, communicating parties, excuse me, is where the real magic happens and where your true ability to influence lies. And I built a methodology for passing even the highest level tests of communication. I call it the AI method of executive communication and no, not artificial intelligence, actually <laughs> leaning into authentic influence, um, which is the cornerstone of this method, really is the key to solving this because your communication skills become bulletproof when this is deployed correctly. So I always say, you know, it was really interesting, Alex, you know, very early on in my life, I knew that if I wanted to succeed at such a high stakes profession, that building a healthy, strong mindset was non-negotiable. And my voice and how I communicated was quite literally the tool that allowed me to book work or not as an actor. Now, acting at its core is the distillation of human behavior. So I might convince an audience who are 99% of the population that I'm standing in my truth, but directors at that level are the other 1%. And it's their job to sniff out any BS from authentic truth, truth when an actor is putting you know, their words into existence. So because of this, it became very clear that there was no pretending or staying surface level. And I had to really hone that authenticity so completely that you had to really face head on any fear-based thinking, self-sabotaging mindset games or insecurities. So, you know, taking it back, you know, to your initial question, understanding that with good communication comes vulnerability. And sometimes in the workplace, it's hard to allow ourselves to look at others in a vulnerable way to open ourselves up to honesty. So I would say, you know, if those in the workplace are trying to trying to get their words across, trying to have that impact and showing signs of imposter syndrome, giving them a safe space to to speak freely, to be open and honest and to know that they're in a um, environment where they're not being judged and they're being supported. Wow, that that that, that is very deep. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost for words there. But uh, the thing that uh, stuck with me, uh, you mentioned uh, your uh, system, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we talked uh, about it. You shared some information with me prior to uh, our talk uh, today. And uh, what stuck with me was your five pillars of uh, powerful and authentic communication that you mentioned. So could you share a little bit uh, more with our audience? What are your five pillars of uh, powerful and authentic communication? Absolutely, Alexander. I'd love to share that with you. So, you know, with us and with any sort of powerful communication, obviously, the building blocks are the most important to, to jump in with. You know, you have to start with a solid foundation, go from there and keep building forward. So for me, you know, starting with intention is so incredibly important. Understanding at a fundamental level 
who the audience is, who you're speaking to, then jumping in to preparation, you know, forming new healthy habits in the brain, getting rid of any old, um, you know, unhealthy mindset games or tricks or any just, you know, any thought patterns that don't serve us further, getting rid of the old habits and really starting fresh to develop what the next step is, which is confidence. And that's really the true belief in your authentic self and in your voice. And from there, we move on to connection because without connected awareness, without that rapport with our audience, we're never going to make the impact. We're never going to have that foster our audience into action, into that next step. And then from there comes clarity, clarity of our purpose, clarity of our voice and why it's so important to speak the words in our truth. You know, a lot of times I speak to folks and they have such important ideas to bring forward. They really want to make that impact. But if they don't fundamentally on a deep down level feel that it must be said in their voice with their knowledge, then they're always going to feel like an imposter. And because of that, they're never going to deepen that connection and they're never going to make that real impact. So those are the five pillars and what the foundation of my method is really based on. Well, thank you. Thank you for that elaboration. And uh, speaking of uh, five pillars uh, in my next question, actually, the three ones that uh, can tie around this question. So the confidence, the connection, the clarity. Yeah. Uh, how does imposter syndrome affect an executive's ability to lead effectively? And what strategies can be used, for example, to manage these feelings while still being an influential leader? I'm glad you brought this up, um, Alex, because I have some actually really interesting statistics that are relevant to this. Imposter syndrome can cause major miscommunications that may lead and very often do lead to serious repercussions for a business. Um, According to the State of Business Communication 2023 report, business leaders have noted three consequences of poor communication at work. 43% of them claim that poor communication decreases productivity. 42% of the surveyed leaders claim that missed deadlines and extended timelines are the worst consequences of miscommunication. And 38% of business leaders have noticed the financial impacts of poor communication. So on top of that, poor communication leads to employees experiencing burnout and decreased productivity. So You know, this really comes back to the imposter syndrome directly affecting an executive's ability to lead effectively and a powerful strategy that can be used to manage these feelings while still being an influential leader is deepening your connected awareness, which I've spoken to previously with your audience. So you need to think of communication like alternating electrical currents, right? An active give and take between two communicating parties. Right. And this concept isn't just important for one-on-one conversations. It's also critical for compelling public speaking. So connected awareness is a method that relies upon a series of checkpoints to ensure this authenticity and authority. And um, to give you an example, there are many ways I teach how to do this, but one example includes the concept of temperature checks. So we deploy strategic silences that can be used as a barometer to check the strength of the current between you and your audience. So remember, as I spoke to earlier, the magic of communication is in the energy between words. It's not necessarily the words themselves. It's that static. It's that 
energy, that vibe between what you're saying. It's when you know you're in the presence of an incredibly compelling public speaker because you're sitting on the edge of your seat or you can't wait to hear that next word. What is that concept? That's where the true magic and influence lies in communication. So, you know, at first this kind of feels like a live wire juggling act, but once you master this and understand the concept, um, you'll never be a more compelling version of your own, you know, public speaking. It's really quite incredible. Thank you. And I'm glad uh, that you brought up uh, teaching and coaching. And uh, a little while ago, the story with your, one of your clients. So for example, for executives who find it uh, challenging to overcome this mm -hmm. imposter syndrome on their own, what are the potential benefits of seeking professional guidance or therapy sort of say, and how can they approach this in a corporate setting? Sure. Um, so former PepsiCo CEO, now Amazon board member, um, Indra Nui said, you cannot overinvest in communication skills, written and oral skills. And I believe that completely sums it up. You know, the benefits of seeking professional guidance can completely change the trajectory of your career. I've seen it you know, hundreds of times over, um, bringing it back, you know, just as the director is the 1% for the actor having to sniff out the truth through the BS when it comes to their speeches and when it comes to their communication, you know, a presentation or communication coach is the same for an executive. It's the discerning outside eye that can really get to the truth and the heart of what someone might be experiencing. And to be really honest, with actual artificial intelligence really threatening to take over a lot of aspects of our jobs and our communication, honing the power of your authentic voice in a corporate setting really can't be understated. It's no longer optional. It, I really feel it's essential nowadays. Great. Okay, so we talked about uh, leaders and executives, basically uh, the professionals that are currently in feeling the imposter syndrome or causes of the imposter syndrome in their current role. But what about job seekers? So in the context of uh, job seekers and or career advancements, uh, how does uh, imposter syndrome impact an executive decision-making and negotiation? And my follow-up would be, what advice would you offer to executives facing these challenges in high-stakes situations? It's a great question, Alex. You know, when it comes to career adva advancements, um, another interesting um, stat, Salesforce research shows that 86% of employees, as well as corporate leaders, believe that ineffective communication is the root cause of workplace failures. So if you extend this statistic further into how imposter syndrome impacts an executive's decision-making and negotiation skills, this directly correlates to that executive's ability to speak confidently to their worth and stand in their authentic power. This is exactly the same for job seekers. If you're not able to stand in your authenticity, in your truth, and communicate your worth to the um, you know, hiring team, to the board, you know, to whoever it is, you're never going to get to that next round. You're never going to land that dream role or, you know, as an executive just climbing the ladder, achieve that executive presence you're looking to accomplish, that leadership quality. So, you know, if an executive is facing these challenges in a high-stakes situation, I would encourage them to make a list of all their work and life accomplishments to date 
and why their specific voice matters. They should read this list aloud constantly leading up to the big meeting or you know pitch. And also, if there's any sort of presentation associated with the conversation, if they have to get up and speak to their abilities or you know give a speech of any sort. When it comes to preparation, the number one tip I give my clients is to constantly change their environment and play with the text. So what do we fear most as presenters? The unknown, right? So our imposter syndrome is going to be triggered by a disengaged audience, a yawn, or if we stumble upon a word. So by practicing a speech or presentation in different rooms with different intentions and tactics behind our speech, we can really break out of the fallacy that we're in complete control of the situation. That's another thing. We think that we are able to control everything and we're not. And as a job seeker going into an interview or as an executive, you know, having a high stakes presentation, there are so many variables. So I say practice after a run when you're naturally out of breath and already feeling that level of, you know, a little bit of right, right. or like in a whisper, if you're trying to, you know, put your baby to sleep, doing jumping jacks or yoga, you know, the difference of how your body can feel in those moments really impacts how you're able to communicate. And the more you play, the more you'll engage with your creative brain and have confidence regardless of the space or situation that you find yourself in. Yeah, so that that reminds me of uh, one other topic that uh, I have discussed with one of our previous speaker mm -hmm. uh, that somehow you summed it up uh, very nicely and very neatly uh, we spoke about one of our pre in one of our previous episodes about personal branding mm -hmm. and from more i hear from you uh the more it reminds me of it's not just about the job it's about the person itself mm -hmm. so uh how you present your work is actually how you present yourself Yes. Uh, at the end of the day and effective communication, whether you, whether it is with uh, board members or mm -hmm. a colleague or a manager is something that is uh, very important, important. And yeah, you said it so nicely that I wanted just to comment on that. So uh, thank you for this talk. In conclusion, I have two questions. Uh, one of one of those will be about our project that's coming up in the future. Yes. Uh, so uh, in closing, uh, could you summarize the key takeaways and uh, essential steps that uh, executives and other job seekers should uh, keep in mind to overcome their fear and uh, skill up leadership ability, their leadership abilities? Absolutely. So, you know, across the board, the number one takeaway from this is if you have the desire to level up your leadership abilities and hone your executive presence, authentic communication is the key to unlocking your potential. To influence, you must have real impact and your ideas will only lead to action if you are deeply connected with your audience and use the power of your authentic voice to move those around you into action. And this equates to job seekers. It equates to, you know, leveling up your executive presence. At the end of the day, you know, I always speak to, we have such a culture of following influencers. And I always say, you know, those who reach the top as influencers, regardless of what their brand is, had a really good idea and they leaned into their authenticity. Mm -hmm. 
And we see hundreds upon hundreds, if not thousands of folks who try to emulate the same thing using the same tactic, and they never reach the top. They always are in this middle no man's land of, okay, maybe they have some following, but they're never right. breaking through. They're never, it's because it's not their own idea. It's not their true voice. They're not owning their authentic self. So we're so, that's so much part of our culture these days that I think a lot of folks, especially when it comes to communication, they know deep down. And I think many people want to be themselves because we're more comfortable and confident when we're in our own skin. But I think it's easier to try to put up a wall of armor to try to emulate a colleague that is a great public speaker or an idol and try to step in someone else's skin. And sometimes, you know, that can make you feel more comfortable in the moment when you're presenting. Maybe you're not as nervous. Maybe you aren't as shaky. But at the end of the day, your voice and your message is never going to really make that impact because it's not coming from your own authentic truth. So I think that really kind of sums up the importance of um, connection and the ability to really speak to it authentically. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and yeah, the other question is, do you have any upcoming projects or initiatives related to communication and executive presence that you'd like to share with our audience? I would love to. And Alex, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Uh, my next webinar, The Introvert's Guide to Fearless Communication, How to Unlock Your Authenticity, uh, will be held here on Ivy Exec Thursday, November 9th at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, for that hour, we'll really dive even deeper into what we scratched the surface on today. I also welcome you to connect with me on LinkedIn, Alessa Neek, and visit alessaneekcoaching.com, where I just released a new 15-minute training on what I see as the number one technique for compelling executive communication. Go there, check it out, um, get to know me a little more, and as always, uh, don't hesitate to connect and send questions my way. I love building a community around this and showing as many people as I can how to change their life in the same way I did and really learn to love communication and love their own voice and what it stands for and what they have to say. Well, thank you so much, Alessa. It was a really a pleasure to talk with you, to hear all your bits of wisdom that you have. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that uh, to that webinar as well. As Alessa said, uh, it's going to be on Thursday, November 9th, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. To, so go to our website, register, join, attend. It's going to be great. We're also going to put the link uh, in the description of this episode as well. Any final thoughts? I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be a part of the Ivy Exec community. Again, um, to anyone listening, please connect, send me any questions. I know communication and public speaking can be so terrifying and I want to help as many people as I can get out of their own way and learn that even if you are an introvert like I am, even if you're not outgoing, even if you, you know, English is your second language, you can learn to love your voice and what it stands for. You just have to have the right tools and build the right confidence. Thank you. So connect with Alessa on LinkedIn, yes. Alessa Neek. Uh, you can follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, all that jazz. Just type in Ivy Exec Insights. 
join our webinar on the November night at 12 p.m. Eastern. This was Alexander with IVEXE, and I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.